Welcome, beautiful soul, to the Stars Are Calling You podcast. I'm Danielle Lantieri, an ITA energy medicine practitioner, intuitive empath, and spiritual writer, here to bridge the gap between science and spirituality. In this space, we deep dive every week into topics designed to help you awaken, align, self-heal, and transform. I believe the stars have called you to this podcast for a reason. Let's dive in and find out why. Hello, my beautiful friend. Welcome or welcome back to the Stars Are Calling You podcast. Today, I felt really inspired to turn on the mic, having no idea what to actually talk about. So I decided to trust the flow, lean into the energy, and do just that. Turn on the microphone. But I have a loose idea of what I want to talk about. No notes in front of me. But I feel so strongly that this message needs to be given at this time. It needs to just come across through me. And so the idea I have in my head is about how to reclaim your life after you've been in survival mode. And this is kind of based on my own experience because I'm currently, I feel, in the process of taking my power back and taking control of my life again after I was in a period of feeling scared, like my fight or flight was constantly being activated. And that sounds really extreme. I want to kind of bring that back a little bit. It wasn't, I was, it wasn't like I was constantly stressed out and constantly in a state of panic That's not the case at all. I had many moments of peace and joy and I was able to be very mindful and present. However, the lesson I was learning at that time contributed to like this underlying base level of fear. And fear is the lowest vibration. It is the lowest emotion. Yeah, so I felt like I had that kind of like going in the background a little bit and I've finally gotten to a point where I've moved past that. I've integrated the lesson. I've moved past that challenge. And I feel a little weird because there was such a long time of feeling constantly on edge and not in a massive way, just a little bit. And I feel like we can all kind of relate to this because before COVID, I'm not sure what was going on in your life, but COVID hit and everything changed. And for the past, what, two and a half years now, we were kind of in a fight or flight, you know, on a small scale because we didn't know when things were going to change again. We didn't know if we were going to be, you know, asked to take a vaccine in order to engage in activities we used to like to do. We didn't know if we were going to have a side effect of any of this stuff. We didn't know if there was going to be another variant. We didn't know if we were going to shut down again. We didn't know what was going to happen with the economy. This is very new and this is very new for our bodies. And so Psychologically, there's a lot going on here, but also biologically and energetically across all the boards. I feel like maybe we've all been, you know, feeling this fight or flight energy for the past few years. And I don't know if it's just me feeling this energy that I'm coming out of it. Hopefully you guys all feel like you're coming out of it if that's something that resonates with you. But this can really come back to anything, right? So the message here is how to reclaim your life after feeling like you're in fight or flight, after you've had a difficult challenge, after you've moved out of a toxic environment, whatever it may be, whatever is leading you to reclaim your power back and reclaim your life, 
This is what this episode is all about. So my first tip is about becoming your own best friend and learning about yourself like you would learn about someone on a first date. So after, you know, any cycle of your life, you're a new version of yourself. So now it's time to get to know this new version of who you are. So go out places and do activities alone. Maybe you can go on walks or bike rides on nature trails. Maybe you can find new coffee shops. Maybe you can spend the day going to as many bookshops as you possibly can and browsing all of the shelves. Maybe you can take yourself out to eat. Maybe you can even take yourself on a staycation or a vacation. I mean, the possibilities are endless here, but I think it's really important that as we grow as souls and as human beings, we take the time to get to know the newest expression of ourselves and really introduce ourselves to that person and say, hello, I see you. I'm so excited to take on this life with you. I'm so proud of how far we've come and what we've been able to move through and heal from because that's a big feat. So I feel like first off, you should acknowledge and recognize where you've been, how far you've come, and then experiment and express this new version of yourself. I think it's really beautiful. And so in my own life, the way I've been doing that is I have been spending more intentional alone time. And while I'm alone, I'm really sitting with my intuition and I'm asking myself, what do I want to do? I know there are a lot of things I like to do and things that my past self have loved to do, but this new version of myself, what does she want to do right now? And I'm learning new things about her. I'm not a runner. Like I'll put that out there. I've never been a runner. I've hated running. The feeling of it, it just was the worst. I like running now. Maybe, I don't know, I'm testing I'm testing it out. But one day I was asking myself what I wanted to do. And I just got this full body feeling of I wanted to run. Not like running away from anything or running towards something. I just felt all of this energy in my body saying like, move it, move it, move it. And I was like, okay, was I good? No. Did I run the entire time? Absolutely not. It was a run, jog, walk combination, but it felt so good. I don't know why I felt the desire to do it, but there was some energetic shift that took place after that run. And since then, I've been, you know, dabbling and running a little bit more. Um, And that's something that I would not have known I desired to do had I not tapped into my intuition and opened up this space to learn about the newest version of myself a little bit more. And then branching off of that, another thing you can do to reclaim your life is to set boundaries. Set boundaries with your phone, right? I think that there's a lot of times that we can spend just scrolling when we have free time or whatever it may be if we're trying to escape from something. I think setting new boundaries with your phone, setting new boundaries with certain people in your life that you feel like you need to you know, create a little bit more space with, and stick up for yourself. I think that that's all something that we really need to acknowledge or and ask ourselves, like how have we been taking care of ourselves in our relationships and in, our, in the world around us? Are we engaging in any people pleasing? Are we not standing in our true nature and speaking up for what we believe is right? When I was reevaluating all that I've gone through, I had to you know, shine a light on a few things and a few mistakes that I've made. And one of those things being was compromising my truth for the sake of people pleasing or for the sake of quote unquote, not causing a problem or causing drama. But I'm telling you right now, 
Do not let yourself be disrespected or hurt or ridiculed for the sake of keeping the peace. You would not let that stand if it was your daughter or your best friend or your mother or your sister or your brother. You would not stand that. And so why are you standing for it when it comes to yourself? Is there a sense of you want to feel liked? You want to, you know, be the perfect spiritual person and not cause any issues? Part of reclaiming your life is knowing when and how to stick up for yourself and not letting anything or anyone prevent you from expressing your absolute authentic self. So another part of reclaiming your life again is practicing more mindfulness and being more present in the moment and soaking it all in, right? So if you're in your sympathetic nervous system, which is the fight or flight reflex, that means you are not relaxed and your focus is so hyper attuned to what you think is the threat. I mean, it could be a real life threat. It could be just a threat in your mind, but you're so highly attuned to this threat that you're ignoring all of the other external stimuli that's not that threat. And so you're not very present. You're present when it comes to the threat, but you're not present when it comes to, you know, all of life. And so if you feel like you've been in a space where you were a little bit more anxious, your sympathetic nervous system was more activated, this is the time where you need to activate your parasympathetic nervous system more and more. And that is the rest and digest nervous system. So ways to do this is focusing on your breathing, being really mindful when you consume your food, being mindful when you're outside and really feeling all of the sensations around you, the sun on your cheeks, the breeze on your cheeks. You know, if you're walking, you know, the your feet hitting the pavement and if that sends any, you know, vibrations up your body when you do hit the ground, all of it. What are you seeing? What are you feeling? What are you smelling? What are you tasting? Hearing? I don't know if I said that already. All of it. All of it. Take it all in and focus on your breath. And if you can abdominal breathe, meaning that when you inhale, your abdomen expands and when you exhale, your abdomen contracts, that is even better because what that type of breathing does, what abdominal breathing does, is it massages the base of your vagus nerve. And your vagus nerve is the longest cranial nerve in your body running from your abdomen all the way to your brainstem. And so what this does when you massage the vagus nerve through abdominal breathing is it sends signals up to your brain and it tells the brain to activate the parasympathetic nervous system and so deep breaths take it all in and surrender to the moment palms wide open and just trust you are reclaiming your life you are in the driver's seat you are co-creating with the universe there is a co there so you're not alone but you also have a lot more power than you may think. Remind yourself, you are capable of achieving those big dreams. You can do hard things. You can move through any test or challenge that life throws at you. Another tip I have for reclaiming your life again is to get out that journal. If you don't have a journaling practice or it's sporadic or whatever it may be, I'm telling you, this is my number one tried and true way to get through anything, to conquer any battle. I love my journal. Every morning I write in it, even if it's just a brain dump, but oftentimes I use it to work through all of the emotions 
that I'm feeling in my body and all of the thoughts that I'm thinking in my head. It's just so good to get it all out there. So get out your journal. <laughs> this is your homework assignment. If you're, if you're really serious about this, I'm giving you a homework assignment and it's to get out a journal. It could literally be just computer paper and a pen. Just start writing this stuff down, okay? Write out, I think my past experiences for blank. I am grateful that I learned blank. My past self's strengths were blank. My past self's weaknesses were blank. And then any other prompt that comes to your head surrounding the past and whatever will help me move forward, write it down. And then get on a new page or a new sheet of paper or whatever it may be and say, I'm so excited for blank. My highest self feels the most aligned when doing blank. My highest self no longer does blank. I am co-creating blank. I can achieve my big dreams. I trust. I surrender. And I know that my highest good is unfolding harmoniously. That last sentence I will write every morning because I was feeling a little unsteady and a little unsure about a few things. And that phrase, my highest good is unfolding harmoniously has brought me so much peace. Whenever I start to feel stressed or uncertain or confused, any of that, I recite that in my head. My highest good is unfolding harmoniously. It is true. It is unfolding. And it is unfolding for you as well. I'm not sure what happened in your past. I'm not sure what limiting beliefs it imprinted. I'm not sure how long it's been taking you to untangle it all. I'm not sure if you're at the point where you can even express gratitude for it. That may be too hard right now and that's okay. But what I believe to be true with every fiber of my being is that you're here and you're experiencing these things on earth for a reason. And you're destined to do something with all of this. And you would not have been given the experiences you've been given if you were not capable of handling it and transmuting it and transcending it. Reclaim your life. Take back the pen. Whatever happened to you, that is in the past. Work through your emotions. Rewire those limiting beliefs. But keep the movement going. Keep taking that step forward every single day. Wake up. Do the things you know is going to help you. Meditate. Go for walks. Connect with people who are like-minded and genuinely care about you. Go do the experiences that you've been really wanting to do and just waiting for the right time. Put them on your calendar. Live every day like this could potentially be your last, but that you are super hopeful that there is a next day and the next day and the next day. I'm hesitant to say live like today's your last because that could mean, oh, I'll just throw caution to the wind. It doesn't really matter. So yes, live like today could be your last in the sense that you're soaking it all in, that you're mindful, that you're present, that you're not letting minor inconveniences kind of spiral you or offset you. But also be really hopeful for the future and excited for the future to come. 
in the sense that that still keeps you motivated to do the things that you know will get you there. Ever since I realized that I was in a season of reclaiming my life again, I started to really appreciate the people around me. I started to unplug for my devices more. And I started to really engage with my loved ones. Ask them how their day is. Check in on them. Laugh with them. Share meals with them. I think social media is really cool. I also think that it's a neutral tool. Meaning that the effects it has is based on how the user uses it. And I can notice myself going into, you know, times where I use social media really efficiently and effectively. And times where it's the opposite effect and it's not fueling me, but it's actually draining me and it's taking me away from the present moment and it's taking me away from what really matters. I, when I get stuck scrolling, it's always on like these beautiful locations or road trip tips or a bunch of baking videos. And one day I was watching them and I looked up and it was 7 p.m. and it was dark and my room was a little messy. And I said to myself, this isn't real life. This is someone using their skill at editing pictures and videos and all of that, making an aesthetic that evokes emotion, but this isn't real. What's happening right now in my environment, that's real. And I put down my phone or actually I turned on some good music, then I put down my phone and I deep cleaned my room and I had a complete dance party while doing it. And the boost of life and vitality that it gave me is unmatched. And I think sometimes we all need that reminder. Our phones, what's on our screens, the movies and the TV shows we're watching, it's not real life. The only thing that is truly real is this present moment. And if we spend our precious present moments stuck in the past, worried about the future, or in a false technology reality, then we're not truly embracing life. And we're definitely not reclaiming our life. And so another thing I've been doing is I've been doing the things that I see on those videos all the time. I'm going outside and I'm taking pictures with my eyeballs. <laughs> I'm soaking in the moment so that it goes into my memories of all that I'm seeing. Is my town on Long Island as pretty as the Lake Como videos I see on TikTok? No, but it's real and it's my reality and I love it and I think it's so beautiful. Are my pumpkin muffins as good as the beautiful apple streusel pie I saw on TikTok? Probably not, but I made those muffins with my bare hands and it was an experience that I had. It's in my memory and those muffins are really, really good. And so all of this is to say, you have the power in this moment, right this very second, to take back your life through the choices you make, through the intention you put into your activities. You can do it. I know that this time, you know, in the world can feel a little unstable and a little unsteady, or at least that's what I've been experiencing. But every day when you wake up, you have a choice. You can be stuck in the mundane rituals, or you can choose to breathe new life into each day, to see it as a gift, to take charge, to take your power back, 
and say today I'm going to live more in alignment with my truth and my higher self than I did yesterday. And then when you wake up the next day, intend to do the same thing. That is always within your power. And with that said, I'm sending as much light and love as I possibly can to the mic. And I'll talk to you soon.